Hi everyone and welcome to Pixels, a podcast for the discerning gamer. Everyone, and welcome back to Pixels, a show where we cover the news from the video games industry from the past couple of weeks. I'm Patrick Beja, and we have a significantly heavy program. Today, we're going to be talking about Fortnite on iOS and other games on iOS, maybe PUBG as well. Uh, there's the Nintendo Direct. There's a bunch of news of stuff that is uh, coming out, either already has come out or is coming out soon. A bunch of stuff. And to help me sift through all of it is none other than Ed Mitchell with two L's. <laughs> the triumphant return of of Ed Mitchell back to the the dynamic duo with Patrick. Exactly. Uh, his I feel... first first podcast since the since the baby was born. We had a little micro uh, therapy session right before this. <laughs> Very much needed. I, I appreciate it, uh, Ed, you spending a little bit of time listening to my complaints, of which there are many, um, and the largest of which is probably... It's so... not complaining, it's venting, man. It's uh, venting. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It's like, <laughs> I, you you picked up and I was like, uh, yeah, so the baby is out of the house for a little bit, and, and, uh, and blah, 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 and then, why do people do this again? Like, why do... <laughs> I really think, you know, there are two categories of people, uh, of parents. The parents who've had relatively easy babies uh-huh. uh, who are like, oh, yeah, okay, uh-huh, I get it. You know, they cry a little bit. I do. Yeah, ours cry too. <laughs> and like, yeah, no. And there are the, the parents who've had difficult to impossible babies who when they, you know, they, it's almost like, you should have like gang signs you commiserate uh, when you hear from one another and you when you pass each other in the street you like nod and and smile and you're like yeah i know you you are not the first person to tell me to be like absolutely sure you know oh yeah it's like the thing is it's like a lottery you know you could get the the, the good one or you could get the other one the other type and uh if you're, I'm joking, but really, it's not funny. Like I've gotten to the point. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna forget all of this. He's, he's laughing, months, but... but really, he's crying inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's like I'm thinking, hey, let's just leave that shit to other people. You don't have to have kids. Other will do it for you. The the race will perpetuate. Um, so anyway, you know, you know what? Let's talk about video games instead. Uh, that sounds like a more appropriate thing to discuss on this show. Um, if you want to hear me complain about my wonderfully cute little baby, uh, who really is absolutely cute when he's not crying, um, you can follow me on Twitter for that. But this is a show about gaming, and uh, I guess the biggest news uh, from the past couple of weeks is definitely the announcement and semi-release for testing purposes of uh, Fortnite on iOS which yeah, no weird. one saw coming. They were like, <laughs> one day they were like, hey, it's, it's, we're going to be bringing it to iOS. And uh, also it's going to be cross-platform, cross-save, cross-progression, cross-everything. There was a little bit of a kerfuffle with you know, the Xbox One and the PS4, which can't play together, but all of them can play with other platforms, which begs the question of like, can PS4 players not be matched with like they can be matched with any other platform, but not if there's already an Xbox One player in there and vice versa. So it's really dumb and it's completely on on Sony who doesn't want to have that. But aside <laughs> from that, um, the game is I've played it a little bit and I'm not a Fortnite player or fan, but it plays really well. It's super like I guess we shouldn't be surprised because mobile games, uh, mobile devices uh, by now have become so powerful that they should be able to run these games, uh, but they really do. I don't know if you've, uh, no, you, you haven't you, played you should, it, right? You should be surprised because the, the mobile controls have never been something that really uh, appeals to the, the, sh- the idea of doing a shooter, but it seems to work pretty well. Like, did, did they, have they figured out some kind of magic sauce about it or so... is it just the same stuff? 
Yeah, I wouldn't. I mean, that's obviously a caveat. Uh, if you have a controller uh, for your phone or tablet, you'll be fine. If you don't, then it's still a touchscreen control and it works. And I mean, if you, I'm sure they're going to prioritize the match, matchmaking to match people on the same platform. You can actually change a, you know, there's a toggle um, to decide whether or not you want to be matched with uh, other platforms. And yeah, if you're, you know, someone playing on the PC versus someone playing on an iOS device, no, it's not, you know, it's, yeah. it's really like the hierarchy is PC, consoles, and then way, way in the bottom, iOS. Uh, it controls better than I would expect, I guess is the best compliment <laughs> I can make it. But <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Better than I would expect. I wouldn't say it's good. I would I wouldn't even say it's adequate. It's it's subpar, but it's not horrendous. Or okay. hmm, yeah, I guess. Subpar but not horrendous is probably a good way of putting it. Um and and beyond that, you know, it's the full game. It's uh yeah. it's it's it it's exactly as it is on PC. Um it's surprising that we're we've gotten to uh, that point where you can just and the fact that it's cross uh you know, cross uh, progress, cross save, cross everything is uh, is kind of surprising. And do you think a Blizzard would ever consider doing this with Overwatch? I don't know. I don't think so. The problem yeah, is the controls. You know, um, yeah. Right. It just and I guess it's less, a little bit less important. It's a little bit a little bit less fast for most of the game uh, in in battle royale games when you're moving around, but for a quote unquote like a traditional FPS or fast FPS, mm-hmm. it just it wouldn't work. It's not we're not there yet. Um one day. So. One day I'll just be able to put on my VR goggles and play Overwatch and <laughs> by no moving your, wiser. Waving your arms around. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll wave my arms around and then run on a little treadmill. So Right, right. That's all I need. And then yeah. when I dash with uh with Tracer I'll have like a little can to throw up in. <laughs> I, yeah, that that will be fun for, you know, all of two and a half minutes. Um, but so there's Fortnite came out, already made like, I don't know, a million dollars in three days without even being officially out. Like you need an invite or an invite from someone who had an invite. It's going to propagate really fast, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the uh, player known Battlegrounds mobile version, which is a little bit different, but mostly faithful, but separate from, you know, platforms are separate and um, progression, I believe, is entirely separate, which would make sense. Battleground uh, PUBG seems like a more uh, serious approach to the genre. So it would make sense that they wouldn't, <laughs> you know, mix the dirty mobile people along with the... Uh, <laughs> with the pc people um and that seems like it's also very faithful to the um to the pc version to the desktop desktop version and it's working pretty well as well and it's also available on uh, i mean it's only in canada like it's a soft launch but i'm guessing they're going to push it to the other countries as well uh, fairly soon it's also available on ios and android which isn't the case for fortnite um but I'm sure they're going to be pushing it fairly quickly because uh, to the other uh, countries, because I think that they're feeling the pressure of Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely, I don't know if you, you can tell me if you agree with me, but it's definitely feeling that like the dynamic is shifting from the, uh, the, the bulldozer that was PUBG to the unavoidable juggernaut that, is, that Fortnite is becoming. So I I have a a kind of barometer of of these kinds of things. It's usually when a couple of people at work ask me if the game's any good, and I've mm. I've had my my boss at work and then one of my product managers at work message me and was like, "Have you heard of this Fortnite game?" Like, uh, one of them is like, "I saw a bunch of things about it, uh, and I thought I was wondering if you were interested in it." And then the other one was like, "All oh, my kids want to play it, you know." Mm. So like, I think I, I think I agree with you that the barometer is shifting a little bit there. Did did those uh, your coworkers ask you about uh, PUBG or not at all? No, not at oh, all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's the thing. I mean, obviously, it's it's a very different. It's different metrics because PUBG is not a free to play game. Although on mm-hmm. mobile, it is obviously. You know that that makes right. sense. Um, but Fortnite is free to play, and that has helped it immensely. I mean, yeah. the kids thing. 
Um, apparently, every kid is playing it on PS4 or yeah. Xbox One. Uh, I think, and now I think on mobile. I think it also has the the benefit of the the art style is kind of a little bit more appealing to kids and stuff like that too. Yeah. So and just generally appealing, and um, I think visually speaking, than PUBG is. Yeah, PUBG has that like CS:GO hardcore. Um, yeah, it, it's it's the engine that that was it was using um, versus well, uh, the the Epic's Epic's engine. Well, or they're it, both using Epic's, Epic's uh, engine. Um, oh, it's. It's unreal. It yeah, don't you remember okay. that uh, controversy? Yeah, yeah, I remember that, that, uh, that story we talked about. Yeah, yeah, they were they were complaining that Fortnite might be uh, eating their lunch or like copying. Like the issue was, hey, we're using Unreal, the engine from Epic, and we developed tech that would allow people to play a hundred people at the same time on the same map, and you're going to be using it, and you're going to be doing you know you're going to be copying us and and stealing our thunder right. and everyone was like oh come on you know for <laughs> what are you talking about PUBG is doing fine fortnite is like this weird little failed experiment and their little battle royale mode is kind of a half a joke and uh <laughs> now well i mean it's still i i still think it's unavoidable that the genre would have um uh emerged anyway and it's not like Fortnite or Epic has stolen tech from PUBG. I, I right. don't think that's a reasonable complaint. Um, but still, Fortnite, I, I agree. Because it is free-to-play, it's propagating so quickly and in such a huge uh, portion of the population, along with the cartoony looks, as you're saying. They even actually, um, we talked about this a while ago, they uh, folded operations at Paragon And they just announced that all of the assets or $12 million worth of assets, I don't know how they count that, but sure, um, all of the Paragon assets are, are becoming part of the Unreal kit. So you, you can now use all of these assets, you know, the, obviously the models, the textures, the animations, the sounds, all of those are becoming part of the Unreal Engine uh, kit. That's yeah. pretty massive. So it's nice to hear that the people who have worked a lot on Paragon are not complete. You know, their work is not going to waste. But um, um, and then Arc Survival Evolved is also coming out on uh, iOS. So it's it's. I'm wondering if we're seeing the, um, you know, the, finally seeing mobile playing in the same field, not just numbers wise but games wise as uh the 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 you know PCs and consoles this is yeah, pretty big it's interesting seeing the like style of games that are being ported kind of down i guess to to the the iowa down in a derogatory manner just like the 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 style of game that we're talking about here right, are right. all like big um like crazy big games that that are that are very popular um and versus like seeing like one of the big complaints that 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 i have and a couple people have about the switch is that there are there's a lot of games on there that seem very like mobile like style games mm. um in addition to the ones that we, that we that we all know and love but it's interesting to see these games kind of being ported into this the smaller form factor um it, yeah i mean there's there, there are other examples like like bastion had a had an ipad version um and stuff like that so yeah but the, i think the, there's something this is, this is the first one where where the the it seems like the big boys are kind of starting to play along yeah i think there's something special about tps and fps you know it's kind of mm -hmm. if you can do that then you can do anything on that platform right, i remember right. when halo came out on xbox it was like the 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 thing that you cannot do on an on a console with a controller is an fps and when bungie proved that you could it was like all right then there's almost you know nothing that you can't achieve on that platform so the fact that uh yes it's tps it's not fps but um still the fact that it's coming to mobile is very significant and it doesn't run as well but it runs well enough and that is a huge you know step in the life of those devices mm -hmm. so um 
Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I'm wondering if we're if we'll see now that this has been proven to be successful. I'm wondering if we'll see other players kind of uh, uh, get interested into doing not just smaller adapted versions and uh, you know it's it obviously I think it has to be free to play, but um, trying to bring the same kind of games. We've seen Civ Six that came out as well, and that was for pay. Not free to play, but yeah. Um, so stuff's happening. Um, and you you mentioned the Switch. We also had a, um, a, a Nintendo Direct a few days ago, and there was a bunch of stuff announced at that Nintendo Direct. Not huge stuff, but a lot. Until the end. Do, do we want to talk about other stuff than Smash Brothers? <laughs> or is it the only thing that matters? It's not the only thing that matters in this direct, in my opinion. There, there's, okay. a good, a, there's, some, there's some good stuff in here. Um, I am shocked and appalled that they're still supporting the 3DS the, the way they are. Um, <laughs> I, they should I think be they, putting more energy in the Switch, is what you're saying? Well, they put a lot of energy in the Switch, so they're, they're not like removing things from the Switch for the purposes of extending the 3ds's lifespan more than it needs to be but um i wish that luigi mansion remake was going on the switch instead um the the, that that was the only 3ds game that i'm really interested in i don't care about detective pikachu at all um warrior wear warrior rail i i mean i i like those games but it it, those those games so that is an example of a game that should have been on the switch that uh, my my sister and I played the Wii version like a ton in mm. like a multiplayer fashion, and so I don't understand why an, a game that's obviously built for multiplayer did not uh, um, come on the Switch. Um, but yeah, the 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 other couple games that they're on the 3DS are they look interesting, but but no, nothing that really super appeals to me. Um, yeah, so. there there are a few. Yeah, I think you know the the 3ds is still carried by the sheer amount of uh, <laughs> of you know the the installed base is so huge that right. uh, they're still going to be supporting it for a while. But it, it is you're right. It is surprising to what extent they are supporting it. Right. Um, there were a couple of things on the Switch. There's um, uh, what was the uh, Octopath Traveler? There's a version of Captain Toad. They got Treasure a release Tracker. date of Octopath Traveler, which is in July. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's ahead. Did you play the the demo on the? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't like it. Well, I mean, the thing is, it is so trying to be a Japanese RPG that it's almost like too it. much. But I mean, if you like no. that, you're gonna love it. <laughs> it's like Bravely Default, except better. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. But but I, I really think the the art style is is really appealing there. Um, the the Okami HD remaster port. Uh, have, did you ever play Okami? No, I didn't. Maybe okay, that would so be I didn't either. To do it. And yeah. and I I have a friend that that was like that when I told him that he was like really but you're like the Zelda guy. <laughs> oh. you, you should you should definitely play this game. So when it came, I have it on the PS3 or something like that, but I just never got a chance to sit down and play it but the switch it, when it came out like recently i was like "Ooh, i'll, I'll buy on on pc and play it on there um but now nah, i'm buying on the switch I'm doing it <laughs> that's that seems um, to be the pattern if it's coming out yeah. on switch then you buy it on switch right and it actually it, this is another thing I, I talk about to people with is like i have this problem where any game that comes on the switch that i've already bought like on steam like an indie game or something like that i feel this urge to buy it again so i can <laughs> so i so to be to be honest, I'll actually play it. Yeah. Um, I I just don't have as much time to sit in front of the computer and play games anymore because uh, my <laughs> wife prefers me, me to actually like be next to her instead of like turn my back to her while she sits <laughs> on the couch behind me. You know, so you're um, still playing and not paying attention, but at least you're doing that next to her. Right. At least I can like sit closer and like uh-huh. at least our, and go our, like, our shoulders uh-huh, will touch or something uh-huh. like that yeah, yeah yeah i mean there's a little bit of that too um <laughs> just buy her a switch it will be fine yeah so i we we play over overcook sometimes on the switch or occasionally we'll play uh play mario or something like that I, um that's about as far as that gets mm. so we'll oh, play well. like a, a level or two of overcooked and then she'll get it all like I don't want to play this anymore. 
I, I have the same problem. My wife is not a gamer <laughs> at all. So um, hopefully my son will change that dynamic. Yeah, there you go. Family. Um, um so yeah, there's uh, Captain Toad, which was fun on the Wii. There's a bunch of new levels. Uh, I'm on... excited for that one because I, I I bought it it's on the cute. Wii U. I bought it on the Wii U right after I finished Super Mario uh, 3D World or something like that, mm-hmm. and I played like the first couple levels and I was really into it. But uh, I, I can't I can't play my Wii U anywhere that of course. it's reasonable. But it's so, so cute, you know that game is yeah. just Captain Toad. It's just it's so cute and uh, yeah, it's it's really, it's really fun too. Like yeah. I enjoyed the levels in Super Mario 3D World. So I'm the ones that, to that the ones that surprised me a little bit were uh, well, not necessarily a huge surprise, but Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy is coming that out, was, and that South was Park surprise. The Fractured Butthole. It's like this. You don't associate Nintendo with these things anymore. You, we should because they had. You know, all of those games were on the Nintendo consoles uh, back then. I mean, you know, those types of games. And they don't always have to be just Captain Toad, QT, child-friendly only. Right. Um, but it's it's surprising that it's, uh, you know, that they're announcing those for some reason. We almost I'm forgot. surprised that there was no Switch of Truth uh, port. The what? Sorry? Switch of Truth? Or oh, the Stick, Stick of Truth. Truth. Stick of Truth. Right, Switch right. Truth. They, that's what they call it. Yeah. they might it might show up at some point everyone's rushing to convert everything so um yeah um and then the announcement that broke everything um i don't know if you saw that you're talking uh, about the dark souls amiibo right obviously obviously yes clearly (laughs) um the um there's a bunch of other things i mean undertale and the uh you know the fact that uh, game maker studio is going to be uh compatible with switch now so a bunch of even more indie games are going to be yeah. uh, easy to port on the switch but uh a game maker studio is a third party um middleware and um but yeah then they announced smash brothers some version which it wasn't exactly clear what it was but have you seen that video of the people in the store watching the announcement and no. it was like you haven't seen it no. I'm oh my god, go watch it. It's like okay. a bunch of people in a store watching it on a big screen and they obviously were all hoping and praying for Smash to be announced. And the the way it was announced was at the end of <laughs> a um tr- uh, you know, a trailer that features the Inklings. You just have the uh one of the Inklings that turns around and the camera zooms in on their eye and you have the Smash yeah. logo reflecting in their eye. And people go nuts. It's like, it's it's so, like, it's joyful. People jump around, they scream, they collapse on the floor. It's like, it's so fun to see people be so excited. I'm guessing they overdid it a little bit for theatrical, you know, for the theatrics. But it's just, it's just incredibly cute, I thought. And, uh, yeah, so, but, I, you know, it's like Pokemon. I've never been in that age bracket of people who played smash so much so i don't quite get the hype myself myself but uh you're, you're a smash I'll tell, you know I'll tell age you the, appropriate person the, the secret it was you were out of college when, exactly yeah and when that the the smash melee in particular was was huge and still is like if you're walking down a a, a dorm room uh or a dorm and you you look into a dorm room and you see someone playing smash it's like oh maybe i'll walk in here and meet new friends and stuff like that like it was a way of it's it's a way of socializing um especially i, I have a i have a friend that was in the, in the naval academy and he he is a huge smash person and he he was he was a pretty big fan beforehand before we went to uh college and after he went to college he was like no this is my favorite thing of all time and you can't tell me anything different <laughs> yeah it makes sense uh, i think it's uh but, he was pretty excited too. He he asked me if uh if I thought it was going to be a, a port or a like sequel, and as far as I can tell, everyone's saying it's it's a sequel. Um, and and the reason for that was the they showed the Breath of the Wild link. Uh, but you know they they in, could in silhouette. Yeah, but they could easily add you know skins or characters to the Wii version, which no one played. I don't think they would... Well, I'm exaggerating a little bit. The no Wii U played, version, you mean? Wii, yeah, yeah, sorry. The Wii U version. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, they could easily port it and change it a little bit like they did with... 
I mean, even if it's a sequel, I would suspect it might be a sequel like Splatoon 2 is a sequel, right? It's, like, yeah, it's basically mean, the same the, game the, with a few I, I doubt they're going to like apps. rework the engine from scratch or anything like that. The, like, the, I'm pretty sure the Wii U version was just a like, port with more with, with a little bit updated engine from the, the Wii sure, version, yeah. right? I mean, it's still Smash Bros., but I, I don't yeah. know enough to know, you know how different the Wii U version was from something else, but... I guess when you look at it like that, there's if you if you see uh, Mario Kart Deluxe, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, it is just a port with everything that was in it. And mm-hmm. Splatoon Two, they've added a lot to it, so it's more than a port. But that's how I see it happening: like taking yeah. the same yeah. engine, the same graphics, the same almost everything, and adding stuff on top of it. But I don't think it will be. It will look graphically different, for example. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think it will be the same systems, the same, uh, you know, um, uh, mechanics and, and uh, you know, it's going to be the same timings, the same, like, the same game ported, and then they add stuff to it. But I don't know. Maybe maybe they'll, they'll redo it entirely. I mean, Sakurai is back on the game after having said he would never do it because <laughs> it ruins his marriage every time. It's, it, it's, just a, it's just a game that he plays. He's like... He's like, uh, I'll, I'm never doing Smash again. And then a couple of years later, he's like, oh, I'm <laughs> exactly. doing Smash again, you know? <laughs> like two times. So, yeah, that was, the, that, that was the huge announcement. And, I mean, we didn't even mention it, but it's coming in 2018. It's coming this year. Yeah. So that's yeah. the big thing. Like, this has become a, a huge year for Nintendo all of a sudden just on the back of this one game. And they have more. But um, So if we weren't sure that 2018 was going to be a, a big year for Nintendo... Guess what? It is. And uh, 2019, they still have stuff to release as well. So um, Yeah, I'm very impressed by their their ability to keep up their lineup mm-hmm. um, compared to, la- to last year. Like, um, even if, like, Smash isn't my thing, like, they still have a good amount of games um, that aren't just ports coming out for the, for the Switch, which is um, mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Uh, we have numbers on. We were talking about mobiles. We mobile. We have numbers on Fire Emblem and uh, Super Mario Run. They're estimated, of course, but usually they're in the ballpark of what is uh, the actually the the reality. And uh, this these estimates come from Sensor Towers. You know, it's companies that usually um, do statistical analysis of credit card purchases and all of those. So they get the data on the sample and extrapolate to uh, estimate what's happening in the market. And their estimation is that Super Mario Run made about uh, $56 million in its first year. And Fire Emblem Heroes, remember, Super Mario Run, you had to pay for it um, to play. It was free to start. And Fire Emblem Heroes which was free to play and I would expect would um, be interesting to a much smaller group of people than Super Mario, um, generated six times as much. It was, it was 300,000 or 295,000. Um, I'm sorry, 295 million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it's... there's a little bit of something to look into this. The business model of Fire Emblem Heroes is something that is... Uh, very popular in in Japan um, yeah. with the the gacha, I guess what it's called model. Yeah, yeah. Um, versus the the Super Mario Run model of just pay ten dollars, you know. Um, so I think the 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 kind of game design aspect of Fire Emblem Heroes is what allowed it to kind of earn so much money. Of course, and and it it's reflected in the data. Sixty uh, percent of the revenue comes from Japan. So and and thirty percent from the U.S. and everything else is twelve percent. So right. apparently, well, Japan is goes crazy for gacha, and uh, apparently the U.S. kind of does a little bit as well, but clearly not as much. Um, yeah. So, but I think the the thing that is interesting is to speculate on how it will inform Nintendo's decisions to uh, design business models for mobile in the future. We know that uh, Super Mario Kart is coming out, I think, this year. I can't remember. They, they announced it's coming out uh, soon. And, um, and that's going to be a free-to-play game, right? It has to be. I'm, I'm pretty sure. You'll do gotcha. They'll have a gotcha model where you get different carts or whatever. 
Right. And uh, I would expect different cards, different customizations. You'll have all of the characters, characters but you'll okay. possibly even have the, the parts that affect the the way your cart is, right. you know, behaves. Controls. So it's, right. it wouldn't just be um, cosmetics. Maybe it will be. I don't know. But, um, um, and that's it for Nintendo. We have a bunch of other little tidbits that we wanted to talk about. Um, sea of Thieves is out today. Not much to say still. I think we still, I mean, what we said in the past still stands. We'll see if it sort of catches fire with uh, people's, you know, if it gels with people's imagination. My estimation, I've seen a little bit more people streaming it and stuff like that. I think it might be a streaming game, but I'm not sure it's going to sell very well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to sell okay, but people will uh, stop talking about it in, within the a The kind of early impressions have been like, yeah, it's fun, but ultimately it doesn't like bring you back um, after the first couple of right. hours. Yeah. So we'll see. Maybe, maybe we will be proven wrong. Uh, Microsoft is doing work, though. They have uh, started their monthly Inside Xbox um, video series, <laughs> which is a little bit unexpected. I wouldn't think they would do something like this, like a monthly thing, where they spend a couple of hours talking about uh, Xbox news and talking to the Xbox community. It has a little bit of a Nintendo Direct, like the way they communicate directly with their audience flair um but it's it's very xbox it's a lot more american it's a little bit less endearing i think although initially (laughs) when the nintendo direct started i thought they were just stupid (laughs) but uh now i like that but it didn't start out that way um i mean yeah it's it's fine i think it's more interesting and more significant in that microsoft is starting to uh try and do stuff to federate the community and they they seem like they care about what's happening with the brand with the xbox brand and strategy more than they have in the past three years mm-hmm. um, so there's also announcements around the cloud gaming uh, strategy of microsoft and uh they are basically saying that they want to be ready for video streaming when it becomes more mainstream, which might take a few more years, but uh, they're working on that as well. So it basically means that everyone is working on that in one way or another. Um, video game streaming, you mean? Yeah, video game streaming. Oh, okay. Yeah, just like PlayStation Now, you know, that kind right, of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, I don't know. I'm still in, incredibly skeptical of that. Like, I, I have tried getting like, in-network video streaming working, like with uh, video game streaming um, with like Steam and I I have not managed to, to get it to work in a way that will that is reasonable to me and I'm not sure if if the lag or just general like uh, you know just a, the, the network hiccups bandwidth is, is going to like kill yeah. kill that for me it's not well, bandwidth requirements it's really just like uh, drops of uh, packets and, and that causing you to just freeze the game to freeze or the game to oh, really? pick up just a little bit, well, you know. Even within your own network. Yeah. yeah. And your your network sucks, man. I, I think I think it's I think it's my wireless. I, th- yeah, I think it's possible. that's 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 the problem. But uh, I mean, give give PlayStation Now a try. It's available, you know, you can give it a try for seven days, you'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think I think stuff is happening inside Microsoft, and um, we're gonna see. We've been saying this for a few times now, a few episodes, but I think we're gonna see stuff moving within the next twelve months ish. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I still feel like they they're not they're not pushing out things that people really care about. No, it's too um, early. It's too early. They just started working on that six months ago. When yeah, you know, I, I guess. I guess it's been six months ago. I mean, Phil Spencer has been charged for three years, four years, or something like that. But he wasn't... I mean, Satya Nadella was busy uh, fixing Microsoft, and now Microsoft's doing okay, so they can focus on gaming a little bit more. And Phil Spencer had had a promotion uh, a few months back, and he's closer to the top. He's, I think... I mean, 
I want to hope that things are going to be turning around within, you know, maybe 12 months is a little bit optimistic, but 18, um, something like that. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, com- competition is good. So yeah. I, I want Microsoft to succeed just as much Everyone as does, uh, yeah. as anyone else. So uh, There's a bunch of games coming out this week. The most notable are A Way Out, that indie yeah. dual player game. Indie, uh, no, he says indie, but it's published by EA. <laughs> yeah, right, but okay, maybe not indie, indie. But it's because of Joseph Fares who um, developed uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, yeah. which was so that's, indie, that, yeah. That's actually um, really cool. That they've they've come out. Uh, I don't know when they announced it, but you only have to buy one version of the game to play with another person. Like, I can buy it, and any one of my friends can play it with me. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. realize that. Even yeah, online, right? Even well, online, even on Steam. Hmm. Um, it, it's or I think it's probably going to be on Origin, but um, yeah, I, I can buy it and just offer send an invite to a friend, and he can download it and and play the free trial version or whatever. Um, and I'm totally going to do that. Uh, I guess it comes out on Friday, so so next Wednesday I'll be um, streaming that that live on uh, on four pp TV. So. I'm really looking forward to being able to do that, and cool. it, yeah, it seems a, super cool. It's a very clever thing. For those who don't remember, that game is a game that you play, you know, um, co-op, but you see often the the camera shifts and the screen uh, splitting shifts all the time, and you see from both players' perspective, and you have to cooperate in uh, in right. different scenes to do stuff. So, um, yeah, that's that's pretty clever. It's coming out uh, in just a couple of days on the twenty third. We also have on the 23rd Nino Kuni 2 uh, releasing. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you like Japanese RPGs and Studio Ghibli, Getting then some good uh, reviews. Yeah. Getting some good reviews. And, and Detective Pikachu that day, in case anyone. <laughs> All right. That's not my thing, but. <laughs> uh, Far Cry 5 is also coming out on the 27th. And I think we can spend a little bit of time on Far Cry 5. Um, so that's releasing next week. Because last week they announced so much stuff coming from that game. It's almost a platform unto itself. First, we have uh, three pieces of DLC that are going to take you to like completely crazy uh, contexts and environments. like Kind of like Blood Dragon did for, what was it, for Far Cry 4 or 3? can't remember. 3, Maybe four, yeah. Three. Um, so Blood Dragon did that crazy neon 80s thing. Um, Far Cry 5 is, is going to have three of them. It's like, can't remember, like zombies, space, and like Nazis or something. Mm-hmm. something. Oh, Vietnam. That's what it is. Um, so that's already like DLC that you have to pay for. But on top of that, which, and those seem a little bit crazy, but on top of that, you also have a huge map editor, which yeah. includes assets from the previous Far Cry games and Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, and it's like an arcade mode where uh, Ubisoft is going to cater uh, different game modes that are going to be included in that marketplace, kind of. Well, not marketplace, because you can't sell or pay for them, but um, they're going to put different modes uh, created by the players in the marketplace, kind of like Snap Map for Diablo 3. Um, but it seems even more ambitious than that. So it's, they have assets all the way back to Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag, so that means boats. Yay, boats! Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's huge. Like it's it's. I mean, huge. Maybe not like. Oh my god, this is the best thing ever. But it's something that I wouldn't expect out of the Far Cry game. Um, but it's it's pretty interesting, and I'm very curious to see where it goes. It's kind of like they, they want to go a little games as a service with Far Cry, but not like mm. fully, fully in there with that with that uh that series. So it's it's an interesting play that they're, they're trying to go for there. I think I think it'll right. pay off. I think so too. Um, and you know, it's not like there's a DLC, but there's not long term monetization. Like it's not full, as you said, game as a service. It doesn't seem like there's going to be monetization uh, beyond the DLC. Maybe it will. That will change, but. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like Rainbow Six Siege. Um, it had a few days ago its uh, all-time highest player count, which is insane because it launched to meddling, you know, not hugely popular uh, uh, acclaim reviews. 
and uh, they've been working on it so much, and they have a new starter version of For Honor, which is also a game that they've been working on it, on on so much. Um, you know, it's really I think uh, making giving a, a very positive image of Ubisoft. It's they do not abandon their games; like they keep working mm-hmm. on them, improving them, and uh, that's kind of heartwarming, especially since Ubisoft is a French company, as you know. But uh... <laughs> Um, we're seeing early, not reviews, but early impressions of God of War, which is coming out next month on the 24th of April, I think, um, 24th or 26th, something like that. Um, 20th. 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 Ooh, so exactly a month from now, I guess that's why they dropped the NDA <laughs> today. Um, so a month from now, and I am doing my best to not read anything like i i don't want to be spoiled anymore i've seen a couple yeah, of trailers and that's I'm, I'm really into this game i think it's going to be really cool i really like the norse mythology i i, I kind of dove deep when the thor movie came out all right okay I, I dove i dove real deep and i played hellblade last year which also has norse norse mythology so i'm really looking in, looking forward to this one yeah i am too and i just don't want like i'm not even going to read any pre-review anything. I'm just going to buy it blind um, and we'll see what happens. But uh, it's kind of like Infinity War. I'm not watching the trailers. Like anything that has right. war in it that's coming out in April, I'm not, <laughs> you know, spoiling myself. I'm spoiling uh, it for myself. So there you go. But uh, you can go check out the early impressions. Um, what else? A few more dates before we get out of here. Uh Detroit is coming out uh, May 25th. Detroit Become Human. I'm still cautiously, I don't want to say optimistic, cautiously curious <laughs> about that game. Maybe that's the best way of putting it. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is coming out in October, not in November. I think they're feeling the Red Dead Redemption 2 heat. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like that, October 12th or something. Yeah, October 12th. It's also got Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I don't know if that was announced. Um, I don't know when that was announced. It just kind of appeared on the on the list that I look at. Uh, but that's September 14th. Oh, is it? Okay, I didn't yeah. realize. September 14th. Yeah. Okay, I must have yep. missed uh, that one. I know there was a, a teaser that um, that came out with the release of the movie or around the release of the movie, which I'll go see yep. this weekend. And I'm not expecting much. So maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. Probably not. Um, three switch games in July. Um, Crash, three, the Crash Bandicoot, Captain Captain Toad, and Octopath Traveler are all coming out in July. Right, right, yeah. Those and then are Vamp- Vampire, the makers of Life and Life is Strange. Vampire. Their new game is uh, yeah. is coming out on the fifth of June. I am uh, gonna race out and buy that game as soon as it comes out. Mm-hmm. You'll let us Looks know what you think. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Days Gone was delayed to 2019. So, oh, darn. Um, you know. I'm not sure what to make. I think um, Last of Us 2 is... The earliest it could come out would be holiday season 2019, right? So Days Gone can be a, like, appetizer for that kind of uh, environment. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. if people get hyped for The Last of Us 2, I think they can go and get Days Gone just to try it out and see if it, it satisfies their a little bit of their thirst. And it might be an opportunity for, for Days Gone to sort of get a, a bigger, um, uh, how do I put it, like a, a bigger share of audience. people's minds. Yeah, a bigger audience, I guess. Um, mind share? Was that the word share. you're looking for? Yeah. <laughs> so um, so I, think, I think it might make sense if that's the way it... If it comes out after... Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two. No one's gonna care. I guess that's the important part. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I, I think that it has enough different going for. It. Like people are gonna buy The Last of Us Part Two not for the zombies, but for the um, the Naughty Dog. You know. <laughs> yeah, I guess for the Naughty Dog. Yeah, I but, think Days Gone and, and Uncharted does not sell as well as people think it does. So to, I think Days Gone has a chance of um, actually being a pretty big hit. Um, compared to the kind of uh, traditional Naughty Dog game. Really? You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I thought 
but Naughty Dog is is the big dog on Sony's stable. You think Days Gone has more of an appeal than uh, Uncharted? I think it has a, seems... a general a general mass mass market appeal. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I thought people were. I think people are getting tired with zombies. With you know, The Walking Dead's ratings are dropping, and people are getting sick of the grimy uh, despair. I guess maybe <laughs> they don't want that in their yeah. But this one has anymore. motorcycles, Patrick. Oh, yeah. right, right. So you either have to be uh, a little bit more happy, or have motorcycles, or be a Naughty Dog games game because yeah. they can make that one as. This you know, full of despair as they want. They're that's not a bad. Go. That's not a bad idea. Uh, a happy zombie game. Let's do that. <laughs> well, I think that's called. Uh, oh, what's the thing with the photograph people? The the camera. Ah, that game with zombies, and you can take pictures, and then you dress up and you construct stuff to kill all the zombies. Oh my God, Ed. Give me that name. Photograph zombie okay. game. People, people are rising. dead. No, it's dead something. Uh, people are screaming dead at the island. Dead. Not dead island. It's a Sega game. Sega. Zombie. Zombie Sega game. Outlast. Uh, no. I, maybe uh. it's not Sega. Maybe it's not Sega. Anyway, oh, so that game <laughs> is that. Uh, but it's not happy. It's more wacky. Maybe we should have that happy zombies. Um, I don't know if you're going to be happy about that one, but the Division 2 has been announced as well. Um, it's one of those things where they could keep working on the first game forever <laughs> and yeah. um, adding expansions and stuff like that. It's the same thing with Destiny like, 2, right? Like, yeah. Well, so hopefully they, it won't be the same thing. But well, you know what I mean, like the yeah, same yeah, of idea of of release strategy, right? Yeah, obviously. I mean, if people um, people are a lot of people that are not interested in the division one anymore are going to check out the division two. So I think mm-hmm. it's 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 a very positive move, and I hope they take a lot of the stuff they've uh, learned from the first one and you know, uh, make a, a better game. I, I didn't get into the Division 1. A lot of people did. Um, but I'll definitely check out the second one. Yeah, seems cool. Star Wars Battlefront 2 has announced its uh, revamped progression system. Essentially... We won! <laughs> gamers, <laughs> won uh, gamers won! On that one. B- basically, there's no, no uh, loot box thing that affects gameplay right it's That's... all cosmetic loot boxes now but yeah. there are stuff that you can buy there is stuff that you can buy yeah sure uh out but you buy it outright it's not right. uh loot box stuff does that affect the gameplay though there isn't right uh i don't i don't think so i think it's all i think all the characters and stuff come come like with the game now right and you might have to grind to get the star cards and all of that but uh um, right it doesn't affect the well i mean once they it already doesn't but once they uh provide that you know i might check it out in the end i might reward <laughs> ea a little bit for <laughs> doing I mean, the right they, thing under a, pressure if they see a bump here maybe they'll uh they'll see that oh maybe we should we're doing something right here maybe um, you know what? I'll find time between uh, my son and all of the awesome games that are coming out to go check out that game from a yeah. few months ago. I'm sure that will happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> multiplayer shooter from a few months ago. Right, right. Exactly. With the dumb <laughs> solo campaign. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's good. It's good. I think I've been pretty vocal about um, about all of this. It's To me, it was the one objectively... Um, objectively undisputable bad actor in uh, all of that uh, controversy. I think a lot of people have been talking about a lot of games that were treated a little bit unfairly, in my opinion, most notably uh, Destiny 2 and um, and Shadow of War. I think they got wrapped up into a lot of anger. Uh, but this one, Battlefront 2, was, you know, it was not, <laughs> it was not something that uh, anyone could defend uh, with a straight face. So um, they, I guess, yeah, you're right. As you said, the gamers won. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, Valve has announced they are shipping games again. 
They are making and shipping games, which I'll believe it when I are see they? it. We have, yeah. <laughs> it's like they have artifact that uh, trading card game based on Dota. It has like yeah, planes no, and stuff like even, that. But... Even Dota 2 fans were like, eh, that's okay. <laughs> um, it makes sense. Sure. They'll, you know, we'll see what happens with that game. But uh, Gabe Newell himself has said, we are making more games. So um, I'm excited. I guess you're not. Yeah, I mean, it's cool, but until you show me that you actually... Well, I am I'm, I'm care less about, like, releasing a game. It's more just, like, it. nothing that they're talking about right now appeals to me. It gave me gave me an announcement of something that, that, that I'll like, and I'll get excited for your... Wouldn't you be... I mean, we're not even going to say the, the, the name of the <laughs> game that everyone is thinking about, but, um, like, Left 4 Dead 3, for example... That'd be cool. Okay. That'd be cool. But Portal then there's no 3, news. like... Oh, or just 3. a new IP. Yeah. I mean, wh- whatever. I, I, any, basically, How can you not be excited about Valve making games? Because they haven't in forever, and they say they are, but <laughs> until they have something to show for it, I'm okay. not going to believe them. So you, you've been hurt before. You don't want to get yeah. your hot hot. It's a relationship. <laughs> They're not even willing to put in the updates to the... the steam that people want which ones are, are those well it, it's a little less now that they, they kind of improved the wish list which which i'm, I'm people were kind of upset with the improvements in quotes of the wish list but i think they're they're solid improvements so okay um there's there's that there, there's also like uh, their steam sales have been uh not great to like put pushing a little bit too much free to play or, or early ah. access stuff you know um, there, there are things like that 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 they that people have been clamoring for them to fix. But well, maybe really. you know what? Maybe they're not fixing the stuff that needs to be fixed in Steam because they're working on making games, which is much sure. better. Sure. Uh, Nvidia has announced at GDC uh, something that is a little bit technical, but I think it's it's interesting to know. Um, ray tracing is coming to the next generation of graphics card, of consumer graphics card. And for people who don't know what ray tracing is, um, it's a technique of rendering 3D images and lighting in 3D images that uh, basically computes every bit of light in a scene. You try to see every... uh, You get um, all of the elements of the scene... uh, impacted by ray of lights and it creates a much more uh, uh, realistic and beautiful lighting for a scene and that's something that's been used in uh, movie making for a long time but it was never possible to do in real time until well hopefully soon when the next generation is announced Um, it's like an it's like an efficiency thing like normally when you're developing a game you have to put a a light source somewhere and then the game engine renders the light source and it's um and how it comes into the player's eye uh but th- in this case it's kind of doing the opposite where where you are rendering based on the rent the person's eye so it's actually like a huge efficiency saving um like way of doing things way of rendering so i, I right. it, it'll kind of allow you to to do a lot more of like calculate a lot of the graphics cards do a lot more calculations from the perspective of the player, which will only increase the speed at which it can uh, Mm -hmm. render things. And hopefully um, by then bitcoins and cryptocurrencies won't be (laughs) buying off all of the GPUs (laughs) that the uh, manufacturers can produce. Um, But yeah, so I mean, ray tracing, is just a blast from the nineties or, yeah, back then when I remember those terms being thrown around as some kind of incredibly amazing technique. And uh, mm-hmm. um, what else? Uh, the HTC Vive Pro is uh, available for pre-order. It's shipping in about uh, two weeks. So if you want that, it's 800 bucks with without the controllers. It's a little bit pricey. Uh, and finally, uh, Twitch. This might have been actually... One of the biggest news, I, I probably yeah. could have put it in the beginning of the lineup, um, but it's good to conclude with this as well. Twitch 
is going full PlayStation Network, PlayStation Plus, and Xbox Live, um, and offering free games with your Amazon Prime subscription or Twitch Prime subscription. Like, really good games, actually. Yeah, well, I mean, they're yeah. launching the thing, so as long as they're competing, we can expect them to have good games, but uh, right. that is not necessarily happening until the end of the time. But for March, there's Super Hot Shadow Tactics, Tales from Candlekeep, that one I don't know, uh, Oxenfree yeah, and Mr. Shifty, and in April, it's Tales from the Borderlands, SteamWorld Dig 2, which is relatively recent, yeah, uh, Kingsway, yeah. Tokyo 42, and Dub Wars. I don't know all of those, but SteamWorld, uh, you know, Borderlands and SteamWorld Dig 2, obviously pretty big games. Tales um, from the Borderlands is, is the telltale Tales from yeah. uh, Borderlands game um, that was what it is my favorite of all the tale, Telltale games. Um, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things it's, about it. It's, it's, really, it's really funny and coming from like the more serious Walking Dead or even the kind of semi-serious uh, uh, shit, I just lost it. The the game about the fable thing or whatever. The game whatever about... It is. The, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think it's... Fairy uh, Tales. Fair, yeah, fable, isn't it? Gold Fable? Okay. It's anyway. from the Fable book series, but anyway, um, I, th- I thought that, that that was a nice refreshing um, take on the Telltale formula. Uh, SteamWorld 2 is is very popular and and, and quite good. Shadow Ta- Tactics is a surprise hit, and that was a, that was not a cheap game. Um, I think it was like twenty five dollars when it came out. So it's it's cool to see um, just more bang for my for my buck for my Amazon Prime subscription. Um, well, I, I think there are two elements to this. First, there's no reason not to be an Amazon Prime subscriber anymore. Like if you <laughs> if there's anything you enjoy in life you get something out of it, right? It's, does, it, does the Europe have the 20% off uh, physical pre-orders? Uh, I can't, I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. That, that, I mean, that but alone they're usually pretty cheap uh, compared to retail. Okay. If you pre-order a game within uh, before it comes out, at one point it was like also two weeks after it came out, but I think they dropped that. Um, you get 20% off at checkout of any physical game that you buy. Right. So it just means that I buy a lot more physical games now than I did before. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's, I mean, there's that. There's obviously, you know, music, video, a bunch of stuff, but, and deliver it, you know, that's even beyond the fact that it's uh, free delivery on, on a bunch of stuff. But, so that's one thing. The other thing is Twitch is getting really aggressive. I mean, they're becoming much more than just... It's really interesting because they're managing to um, stay true to their roots of and their community, and it's quirky and a little bit weird and, and, all, and full of memes. But at the same time, they're expanding um, way beyond all of that. The Twitch app, you, you need the Twitch app, by the way, to play those games. Um, and the Twitch app is on its way, possibly with this move, to becoming a competitor with Steam. I think uh, this alone makes the Twitch app a must, uh, almost a must install for many, many gamers. And that is immensely powerful. It, it, it makes Twitch like the, the second or third player. We'll see if we have install numbers at some point in the future. But it's immediately more interesting than like Uplay or Origins or those third-party um, shops slash installers slash managers. I think it's really huge for, for Twitch and Amazon. Yeah, I, I was just going down the list of, uh, of like offerings. They actually, one thing that isn't included in this announcement is Devil May Cry HD is also included in your Twitch uh, subscription until April 6th right now. Oh, really? I didn't realize. Yeah. And uh, I didn't realize that either. I didn't see that in the primary announcement. I'm scrolling down right now, and it says, uh, first game free. So maybe it's just the Devil May Cry, just the first right, one. Right. It is yeah. free with Twitch Prime this month. So that's but cool. But you know, they've had like free games every now and then um, yeah. on Twitch, and I think I might have redeemed Devil May Cry uh, already. But oh, they, okay. they have, um, they've had free games given out 
every once in a while, but now they kind of have institutionalized it. Like every month, we're going to get a bunch of games and uh, get them on the Twitch app. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's making uh, it's making. Well, I mean, Steam is going nowhere, so they're fine. Um, but it's infuriating to companies like EA and and um, Ubisoft because I, they they've passed them, I'm sure in installed or they will very quickly with this so yeah the the origin on the house um things that they do it, it it's cool and has a chance of spotlighting some some older games and stuff like that but it really isn't something that that's regularly updated and um, i think the twitch thing is that it does a bunch of stuff you know they they bought yeah. uh, the curse app which updates mm-hmm. your mod on games if you're using some of the and games. And if you're a Twitch, if you're a Amazon Prime subscription, you get the... I, I don't know if this is still the case, but at one point you were getting like the curse thing for free. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they transformed it or like they removed yeah. it. I, all I know now is I can click update all on my, um, on my WoW add-ons and they right. updates them all, and I wasn't able to do that before. So Yeah, I think that's the, that's the Twitch app that did that. Um, yeah. you, just, you just do it. They they stopped with the uh, um, the the curse subscription, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean it's it's just Twitch is shifting in a way that is expanding beyond just the streaming of uh, video games. Still, why still staying true to their roots, and I think that's uh, not an easy thing to do. And they're managing, and they're growing like crazy, and uh, that's very impressive. So, um. All right, I guess that's going to be it for the little bits of news we had uh, today. So thank you very much for being on with me, Ed. Uh, what do you say you tell the fine people listening where they can find more of what you do? Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, at Adesis, and um, I stream live Wednesday nights now uh, around 9 p.m. Uh, Eastern time. And uh, this week I'll be playing some more Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is a game that is uh, kind of Skyrim-y, kind of janky, but kind of fun at the same time. Which one you know? is it? Sorry, I didn't... Kingdom Come Deliverance. Okay. It's a, oh, it's the... It's the, it's the Lark historical one. one. The, the what? The Lark one. Uh, you know, Lark, live-action role-playing yeah, games. Yeah, it's know, the Renaissance what... Fair type thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's set in 1500 Bohemia. And like during the Holy Roman Empire, um, it, it's super cool. Actually, I, I think it, there's a couple of rough mechanics. The lock picking mechanics kind of weird. Um, the pickpocket mechanic is cool, but still kind of janky or whatever. But um, cool things like if you put a piece of meat down while a dog's barking at you, it'll stop barking. Like little mechanics like that that, <laughs> that make the world feel feel lived in. So um, I actually highly recommend it to anyone who's interested in kind of a open world RPG, even even if there's no fantasy element to it, I, I think it's good. Um, so I'll be playing more of that this week and the next week, like I mentioned earlier in the show, I'll be playing a way out with uh, on as a dual stream, so you'll be able to see both people's perspective on the on um, 4pp.tv and uh, and yeah, um, I think that's all that I have to say. Cool. Uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, the link to your Twitter account will be in the show notes as usual. For me, it's not Patrick on Twitter and on Facebook, and you can find this show at FrenchSpin.com. Um, you'll also find the Phileas Club over there, where we just had a conversation with gun owners about gun laws. Um, if you think that's going to be crazy, then you are wrong. We were reasonable <laughs> and uh, considerate, and it worked out, I think. So you can get, you can check that out at FrenchSpin.com as well. And uh, that's going to be it for us. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. And until then, enjoy the games. Bye.
Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. 